0: Today I want to talk about the relationship between emotional expression and civic responsibility. A lot of us are struggling with the question, what can I do? What can I do to contribute, to help, to be present and make a difference in a myriad of challenges that we are facing? The amount of suffering in the world has not changed um police brutality and systemic racism and climate change and political tensions all of these issues have been around in our country for a very long time but um with the reality of the pandemic we have more time to fully contemplate them which can be a positive thing. So it still leaves the question of how do we respond? And specifically I want to talk about how to respond as an individual. I think the first step is understanding how you feel and really digging deep into this because I know I have a lot of default reactions. So for example when I read about uh, Brianna Taylor's trial yesterday, I was deeply saddened. I felt really, really heartbroken. But underneath that, I think, when looking deeper, there was a lot of fury and anger. Um, when I stepped outside yesterday morning and could not be outside because of all the smoke in the air and the air quality in California, I felt this immediate sense of fury. But underneath that, I realized there was a deep sense of helplessness, that the world is changing, that climate change is happening, and that, and a feeling of helplessness about what I could do. And then, uh, you know, Trump released the statement that, you know, he won't promise a a peaceful transfer of power and all of that. And that made me feel enraged on the surface. But underneath, I felt scared. And I think it's important to differentiate these feelings um, and understand which of these feelings make you feel crippled and um, unmotivated and sort of, sort of uh, take the wind out of you? And which of these feelings motivate you and inspire you? Because for some people, anger really is what brings them to action. That's not how it works for me, but for some people that does happen for me feeling helpless is the emotion that is hardest for me to tolerate the reason why i think it's it's important to understand the distinction between your your surface defaults kind of gut level reactions to these very real traumas that we're all experiencing and then really digging deep into what other emotions are coming up and are maybe hiding under that sort of blanketed emotion is because I think it it tells you very important information about what is most important to you. All of these issues are incredibly important, but we can only do so much. And I think it's important to accept that, that as an individual person, I cannot single-handedly change the world, save the world, but I can find one cause one issue one thing that I believe in and really pursue that and really or or maybe it's two or three things but to really hone in what is the emotion that motivates you is it anger is it sadness is it a sense of helplessness that makes you just want to do something differently and what is it that you wanna do? And I think this is a harder question than it seems. There's endless lists on social media, on the internet, about all of the actions that one can take. And I think that's amazing. And they're all impactful. You can donate, you can volunteer, you can protest, you can call your representatives. These are all very important and there are, um, in a way they can be gratifying because they can be done immediately and they can give you a sense of relief in that you are taking action. But there is this sort of larger question of, that I've been asking myself at least, of what is my role in society as an artist, as a composer, as a Jewish woman, as a white woman, what do I need to do? What do I need to say that will help others? And I really think that that's kind of what it all boils down to is doing something that helps others and helps yourself. I think it's really important to think about the two together. Whatever action you do take, that it's something that really feels like it helps your own grieving process, that it helps your own healing process, that it helps your own sense of emotional and mental well being to do the work that you do. Think about what is specific to you and to what issues impact your life, and then how you can participate in helping others who have similar struggles feel better. So, that is why. One of the reasons why I'm really trying my best to talk about mental health, mental illness, because I feel that I am uniquely positioned within that conversation. I would also think about where you are in your own personal development. So some of us are still in like more of a learning and inquisitive phase where. Maybe we're just learning about systemic racism or we're learning about climate change and we're trying to understand what it is that brought us to this point. Um, maybe we're still in school and we're trying to learn what it is that we want to do with our lives. You know, I think it's it's important to to understand where you are in your own personal development before you think about how you're going to make a a larger, lasting, impactful change. Again, there are small, and and I don't mean small as in insignificant, they're all significant, but small as in um, short-term, immediate impacts that you can make. And those steps are very important. Um, But when it comes to thinking about a larger, meaningful contribution, I think it does take a lot of time and introspection and and patience um patience with yourself mostly um so try to think about whether you're in a learning stage or if you are really ready to take action you've you've thought you've spent a lot of time thinking about your racial identity and your political views and your sense of what it is you want to do in the world, then this is the time absolutely to step up. But if you don't feel like you quite know yet, that's okay too. And it's important. Um, as long as you're taking the time and energy to actively ask yourself those questions and move in a direction, I think we all have to step outside of our comfort zones. Um, and I know that that, um, <laughs> Maybe seems like the last thing you want to do in 2020, which has already served a lot of uncomfortable uh, realities. So before you can really engage in civic duty and understand your civic responsibility, um, I would recommend really understanding your emotional state and expressing whatever it is that's inside of you, however you need to express it. Some of us need to rant and rage. Some of us need to cry. Some of us need to, you know, shut ourselves in our room and and stay there for a while. Um, and, you know, allow yourself to do that, um, especially in a week like this one um, where there's been a lot of, of really hard news. Um, and then You know the the idea of expression is that ultimately it gives you information. It kind it clears the air. You get all of the the energy and and the um you know the sort of clouded thinking out, and then you're hopefully left with a clearer understanding of how you want to move forward. Um, It's very easy to get trapped in thought patterns when you are swimming in emotional turmoil. So try your best to get those out. Try your best to keep boundaries with the things that stir you up. So maybe you do need to step away from the news this week or this month, Uh, it's gonna be a tough month, I think, leading up to the election. Um, Regardless of your beliefs, it's going to be stressful. Um, So figure out what it is that you need To keep going and for some people just being yourself is enough because maybe you live in a world or in a society where you as you are are not accepted and so just being yourself and doing your job your work showing up every day that in itself is an act of resistance sometimes resting is an act of resistance ultimately I think Our biggest responsibility while we're here on this planet (laughs) is to just try to make each other's lives better. And there are lots of ways to do that. There are lots of ways to cheer yourself up, make someone else's day better and brighter, to share your art, your gifts. And I think being vulnerable is a big part of it, to show if you're ready, what it is that you struggle with, what it is that you care about, and sharing that with the world and with others, doesn't have to be the world, sharing that with others um, empowers other people who have similar struggles. So sometimes it's just about being authentic, authentic with your own daily battles and empowering someone else by doing so. Lean into whatever you have to lean into to get through this week, this next month, and um, tell yourself it's gonna be okay. And um, think about what you need to do, what you want to do, and how you can make a difference making someone else's life a little bit better. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Loose Leaf Notebook. I'm Julia Adolph, and the music you are hearing is my orchestral work, Dark Sand Sifting Light, performed by the New York Philharmonic with Alan Gilbert conducting. If you'd like to hear some more of my music, you can visit my website at juliaadolph.com, or my YouTube channel, which also has video versions of all of these podcasts. Thanks again!